What is up, you guys? Welcome to the Racy Podcast. This is your host, Christopher Zamora. Welcome to the show. So today, I want to speak to you about a new movie. It's a horror movie. It is called Talk to Me. That movie is good, man. I enjoyed my time watching that movie. Actually, it went on a Thursday, a week after the movie came out. Since my mom didn't work that day, I actually uh, asked her if she wanted to go see the movie with me. And so she did. I was surprised because she don't really like horror movies like that. But she went with me. And so we went to go see the movie and, and she liked the movie. <laughs> yeah, it was actually a fun movie to watch. It was very surprising, the ending, man. I was really surprised how the movie ended i'm actually gonna go over a few spoilers well actually major spoilers for this movie guys so if you have not seen it yet i would recommend you to go see it first before you listen to this podcast because i'm gonna go over major spoilers so the first thing of the movie it first started with just uh teenagers they were in a party and then out of nowhere one of the teenagers he just started like acting very strange like he got a knife and then he just killed himself that was the very first scene that we got to see in the movie and it was very surprising like we're gonna be wondering why did did this happen like what is happening and then we get to meet our protagonist for this movie her name is Mia, and she's about a, like 18 or 17 in the movie, supposedly. And her friends, they actually found this hand. This hand is like, like a demonic thing. It's a very ritual thing. I, I don't really know how to say it, but it's just an object that is used to communicate with the dead which is insane it's almost like an an ouija board think of it like that and you actually do get possessed to be honest the movie didn't really tell us much of how this uh object came to be like where did it came from and stuff like that but that was fine i didn't really think that they were going to explain it that much because it's just like an object, like a like a Ouija board, I said. It's almost like that in a way. When somebody touches the hand, they say the words, talk to me. And they are able to see um, a ghost or like a spirit. It really just depends on whatever they get. They just randomly see the spirit it doesn't matter who it is, they just see a spirit, and then once they get to see the spirit, nobody else in the room is able to see it, only just the person that is holding the demonic hand. And also, after seeing the demon, and then that's when they say the words, let me in, or oh, I'll let you in, then the demon controls them. It's insane, man. It's just crazy. 
how it's just an original movie. Never really thought of something like that to ever be created. The demon actually takes control of the main girl, Mia. She was the very first one to participate. And like the demon or the ghost, she was like laughing and just being creepy. And the kids all around on that room, they were just like laughing, like cheering. They didn't give a fuck. <laughs> it was crazy. Like they were just on their phones and just recording the whole experience, you know? It's just so crazy how in today's world, kids today would have just actually record the whole experience. And that's how it mostly is today. If Gen Z, I, I guess that's what they call them, they would actually just record the whole thing so they can just share it online with social media on Twitter, TikTok, and, and all those apps. And then they actually got to hear what the demon had to say, that they wanted one of the kids, the spirit world that the spirit came from, they wanted one kid, which was the brother of her friend. We really didn't get to know much about the little kid until after he got uh, possessed. Like he was the very last person to be possessed from this hand. Well, actually, every single person that was on that room, they actually did get possessed by that hand. And But the thing is, they had like a timer or something like they could only last about 60 seconds or 80 seconds. I didn't really remember how long they could last. But like if they went over the time limit, then things would have gone very bad. And so the, the thing is, they had to get rid of the, the hand, the, the actual person that was being possessed that was holding. They had to take it off of the person or else things would have escalated very badly. Hint, hint. <laughs> That's what actually did happen around the middle of the movie. That scene when the little kid, he got possessed, man. Ooh, it was, it was scary. It was very surprising. He was about to take out his eye out. Dude, <laughs> I never really seen something like that before. In a movie? and I don't think so. Like somebody just... Just by themselves, just trying to take out their eye. And then, like, hitting themselves on the table repeatedly. It's, it was crazy, man. But it's just a awesome movie. It's just the way how these directors, they made this movie. I believe it's going to be a classic. Or maybe it could come out as one of the best movies of the decade. The movie... Talk to me was actually created by YouTubers, twin brothers. They go by the channel name Rocka Rocka, and that's cool, man. That there's actual YouTubers making movies and making it huge in Hollywood, man. That's just very inspiring. That YouTubers are creating full-length movies in Hollywood. 
and they're getting recognized for it, man. It's just an awesome time to see this. Yeah, I got to give them to them, man. They created a, a great movie. And I can't wait to see what they're going to make next in the horror genre. Or it could be an action movie or anything they choose to do. But that's cool, man. I want to say it's the scariest movie of the decade. But I believe it is the best one that has come out for 2023 so far. Yeah, I do believe that. So far, um, this year, I'm guessing the only other great scary movie I've seen is Scream 6. That's about it. There hasn't been that many great horror movies that has come out this year. Megan as well. But this one, Talk To Me, I like it. It's a very good movie. And probably this movie, I will give it a 10 out of 10. Because it's so original. And I was engaged and just wanted to know what's going to happen next. With these characters. Are they going to live? Or are they going to die? And at the ending of the movie, we got to find out that Mia, she actually was being manipulated by the mother spirit. The mother spirit was the one that was telling her that her father wanted to hurt her and that she needed to help the little kid as well. So they, the spirit people, can actually take her inside the the hand thing. Like, she actually, the spirit actually killed her. They actually sacrificed Mia in trade-off with the kid Riley. I was kind of confused at the ending, but it didn't make sense. Because at the ending, it looked like Mia was about to throw Riley, which is the boy. He was about to throw him on the traffic, on the highway, you know. But she never did it. Instead, it was the, the mother that pushed Mia into the where all the cars were. That part was kind of confusing, but it made all the sense in the world. At the Right at the ending of the movie, it made sense. Because it seemed like everything was going by super fast. And that Riley wasn't possessed anymore of the thing. He was actually himself now. He was no longer the demon that was controlling him. That's what happened in this movie. The kid got possessed for long periods of time. They went over the time limit that they had. And that is why they had issues trying to get the kid out from the demon world. And so that's what... Mia tried to do. She sacrificed herself to save Riley. And it also seemed like she actually did kill her father at the ending, but he actually did survive. Because the mother spirit, he was telling her that the father was going to try to kill her. And that, I don't, I don't know, man. He was just manipulating her the whole time. And she, she was believing the ghost. Like, even her father told her about the letter that her mom left before she died. She said that she feels sorry for leaving them, but she never really believed that. Instead, she believed on the ghost. And right at the ending, 
it seemed like the time was going by super fast because she was able to see the kid being healed and like the her friend and her mom they were there as well helping the kid and everything seemed like normal now for them because they left the hospital and the father was there as well but they couldn't actually listen to her because she was already dead (laughs) the twisted part of the whole thing is that she became one of those spirits or yeah i'll say just spirits i keep on saying demons ghosts i'll just say spirits she became one of those spirits and the thing is somebody else found the hand that they were using like to speak to the spirit world to speak to the people on the spirit world somebody said talk to me she was the one that showed up instead of some other spirit and so she was the spirit instead and there was a normal person just looking at her that was a very crazy part man and then he said i'll let you in and that's how the movie ended i was like oh snap that was smart that that really they got me i was so surprised it's just a lesson that kids should not play with objects like that i think that's what that's what the message was for this movie kids should not play with objects that are very demonic that they can hurt them and so i i guess that was the main message of the movie I gotta say, man, it was a nice movie. I I did enjoy my time watching this movie. And probably I will actually see it once again. Probably one more time before the year ends. It's a good movie, guys. I do recommend you to go see it in theaters. Right now, before they actually take it out from the theaters, go watch it, man. It's a good one. And now switching gears, guys, um, it's just something serious I want to speak to you about. It's about uh, an actor that did um, died. It was an actor that he used to come out on a show called Euphoria. His name is Angus Cloud. You guys might know him as Fess or Fesco from the hit TV show Euphoria. Um... When I heard this news on Monday, I was so surprised, man. It's just so sad because a week before he actually died, his dad actually passed away. And so I don't know what really did happen, but ever since that actually happened to him, he couldn't take it anymore and... And supposedly, um, his family is saying that he might have overdosed, and that's how he died. Yeah, it's just so insane, man. Just just hearing the news about a guy that that you see his character on TV. Like, this show is one of my favorite shows currently, and I was so surprised by this news, man. And his character was one of my favorites from the show. I was so surprised to hear this news, man. And I was kind of sad, man, because 
Angus Cloud was just a year younger than me. He was 25, and he just died, man. Just really sad news. May he rest in peace, man. She's just really sad, and and Zendaya and the rest of the cast, they posted something about it. It's just so insane, man, that he's actually gone. May his soul rest in peace. <sighs> and now let's just switch gears, guys. Um, I want to speak to you about the Terrence Crawford fight versus Earl Spence. That fight actually went <laughs> one side. Terrence Crawford was beating Errol Spence to the pole, man. Terrence Crawford is the man. He's just so great at what he does. I knew it, man. I knew it that he was going to beat Earl Spence. I saw the documentaries that were created by Joseph Vincent. You guys might know him as the YouTuber that makes documentaries for famous sports players and boxers. I said in my last podcast that Earl Spence was going to lose and Terrence Crawford was going to beat him. But I did not know that he was going to beat him very dominantly. Like he even knocked him down on the second round. And Earl Spence was undefeated. He, he was never being knocked down ever before until he fought Terrence Crawford. He got knocked down three times on that fight. <laughs> Damn, man. Terrence Crawford would have given Floyd Mayweather problems if they ever fought each other in the prime. I know Floyd Mayweather is now an older guy, but Terrence Crawford, I believe, would have given him problems if they ever fought each other. And maybe, maybe, he could have taken his O. Like his undefeated record. I think that's what would have happened man. Terrence Crawford is now an undisputed champ. In two divisions. It's crazy man. It was a cool fight. Because just Terrence Crawford. He was just so good. He's just so good at what he does. And Earl Spence. After the fight. Earl Spence just looked very differently. He just wasn't the same guy. I don't think so man. Because he took a beating, man. Earl Spence looks so different right after the fight. And supposedly he wants a rematch against him. He's just too good, man. Terrence Crawford is just way too good for him. And I don't think he's going to beat him ever. If they have a rematch, I think Terrence Crawford is going to beat him convincingly once again. Terrence Crawford is on another level. Just can't mess with him on the what's Red division. He just... That good, man. And we'll see what's going to happen next with Terrence Crawford. He said he wants to fight one of the Charlo brothers. But first, Jermaine Charlo, he's going to fight Canelo next. I made my prediction for that fight a few podcasts ago. But I will say it again. I do believe that Canelo is going to beat him. Maybe... By a, a knockout. I'm guessing maybe around round 10. That's where, where I believe he's going to stop him. Canelo is 
probably could win from a stoppage. But hopefully it's a good fight. I don't know how great Jermel Charlo is. But he does have a, some titles. So he should be a very good boxer, right? And now speaking of boxing other fighters. Let's talk about Anthony Joshua versus Dillian White. Today, uh, I just found out the news that Dillian White is no longer fighting Anthony Joshua because he failed his drug test for the fight. They are no longer fighting. And now, Andy Reese supposedly wants to fight Anthony Joshua. But will Anthony Joshua take the fight? Supposedly, Anthony Joshua was supposed to fight Dillian White on August the 12th. But now, since Dillian White failed his drug test, he is no longer fighting him. Andy Reese was calling him out on Twitter today. And we'll see, man. We'll see who is going to be his next opponent. Whoever fights him is going to have one week notice. Hopefully, he's a good boxer, man. <laughs> Hopefully, he's a known boxer like Deontay Wilder or Andy Reese. But we'll see who he's going to fight next. And last but not least, I wanted to speak to you about Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz. This fight, the promotion for this fight has been very low-key. Like, I feel like in this fight, um, Jake Paul was supposedly the one that has been promoting most of the fight. And Nate Diaz, he's not really talking that much trash about Jake Paul, you know. I guess in the guy, he, he's retired from MMA and he just feels like, eh, I'm just really just doing this just for the money. Like, I don't really need to talk shit about this guy. I know I can take him. That's what I believe what he thinks. But yeah, man, they actually are fighting tonight. By the time you're listening to this podcast, you already know who already won. So I'm just going to make my prediction on who might win this fight. Since Jake Paul actually has more experience in boxing, I do believe that he's going to win this fight. Hopefully not by KO, man, because that would be insane. That would be sad for the MMA community if he actually knocks down one of the best MMA fighters of all time in UFC. That would be sad for them. And I don't want that to happen. But we'll see, man. I, but I do believe that Jake Paul might actually win by decision. Yeah, that's what I believe. He could potentially win by decision. But hopefully not by KO. Yeah, that's my pick, guys. That's my pick for that fight. Jake Paul might take the win against Nate Diaz, but we will see, I'll let you know what happened on the next episode, so yeah guys, that is it for this podcast, hey, thank you so much for listening to this podcast guys, all the way through, if you didn't make it this far, make sure to subscribe, and also follow this podcast on wherever it is you're listening to it, if you're listening to it on Spotify, YouTube, Make sure to recommend this podcast to a neighbor or a friend that actually likes hearing stuff about horror, combat sports, or anything pop culture related. 
maybe they will like this podcast as much as you do listening to it. And you guys can just talk about it as well. Anyways, guys, that is it for this podcast. Again, thank you so much for listening. As always, take care and live to the fullest. Bye.